0: I'm here today with Glenis Nellis. Glenis is the author of multiple children's books, including the best-selling Twas the Evening of Christmas and The Wonder of That Is You. Also five popular series, Love Letters from God, Snuggle Time, Twas, Good News, and Little Mole. Her writing reflects a deep passion for helping children discover joy and hope in the world. Her latest book is Baptized in the Water, Becoming a Member of God's Family. Glennis was born and raised in a little village in northern England, but now lives in Michigan with her husband, David. I should also mention that uh, Glennis has spoken at several of our writers' conferences, and I have always greatly appreciate collaborating with her. So, um, Glennis, thanks so much for joining us. Of course. It's always a
1: joy, Brian. Thanks for
0: inviting me. I should also mention Glennis' website, too, glennisnellis.com. And let me spell that for you, G-L-E-N-Y-S. N-E-L-L-I-S-T dot com.
1: Thank you, Brian. Yeah, it's an unusual name, but it's good for an author because I'm the only Glenis Nellist, I think, in the, in the whole world.
0: Exactly. This, isn't it funny how, you know, when you're young and you have a really unique name, you hate it, right? Right. But then, you know, when it's this kind of a situation, as you said, the uniqueness is very uh, valuable.
1: <laughs> right, I know.
0: <laughs> so before we start talking about, you know, your books, can you share with folks a little bit more about your background?
1: Yeah, of course. Well, I've always loved writing. I was a teacher in England. I taught elementary school kids. And, I've always loved to write. I remember writing like poems for my class or I would write songs um, using nursery rhymes, you know, to accompany whatever themes we were doing. So it's always been part of me. But it wasn't until we came to the United States in 2000 that I stepped out of teaching and into children's ministry. And part of what I did was to I wrote curriculum for our little church because it was expensive, so I thought I'll just write it myself. And it was rewriting the great stories of the Bible. I just fell in love with it and found there's always a new way to tell the old stories. And that led to my first book being published in 2014, which was called Love Letters from God. And you know, Brian, I thought, woohoo, I've arrived! You know, I'm an author. <laughs> how, how amazing is that? You know, it was a dream come true. And uh, I don't know, it just it was like a big snowball that started rolling. And that, see, that book, Love Letters from God, turned into a series of four, and then I started writing little board books, and then I became published with all those early books published with Zonder Kids, and then. I became published with Our Daily Bread and then Beaming Books and soon to be published with Paraclete. So it's an amazing dream, and it all started for me by attending a writer's conference. Mm -hmm. So I'm a huge advocate for (laughs) attending writer's conferences, and I know we have one coming up soon, May the 9th to the 13th, so I would encourage anybody listening in to check that out, Writing for Your Life and it's for any writer, whether you write for children or adults, or it's your opportunity to connect with a publisher or an agent, which is how I got into uh, writing. But I, you know, I remember David saying to me, that's my husband once, he said, in your wildest dreams, how many books do you think you could publish? This was in 2014, when I had my first one, I'm like, I don't know, maybe maybe five, you know, because five <laughs> seemed like um, impossible. And he said, well, that's not a wild dream. I'm like, maybe 10 or 20, I don't know. And then I said, 30 would be unbelievable. And this year I'll publish my 30th book. And it's, wow. I know. And it's like, thank you, God, for giving me the gift and calling me on this journey and it sounds a bit cheesy, but I really feel like God is the author, and I'm along for the ride. You know, when I sit to write, sometimes I think, "Oh my goodness, where did that come from?" And so, yeah, it's a huge oh. blessing for me to be on this journey.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think you, you know you're a conduit that's being utilized very well. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I'm just a vessel. Let's do this. You know, I'm not getting any younger, so. Let's get- <laughs> let's get these books out,
0: you know. Well, that's just amazing, 30. Is, is just an amazing number. And you've got plenty more in you, too, beyond that. So I know.
1: I do, I do. So that's why I'm like, let's do this thing.
0: <laughs> sure, sure. So, well, let's talk about the new book. Uh, I mentioned that the title is Baptized in the Water, Becoming a Member of God's Family. So what was the inspiration behind creating that?
1: Well, Brian aren't we Christians great at finding things that divide us? (laughs) And, you know, it's it's a sad sad reality. There are so many issues that divide not just denominations but within a denomination. And I don't think it should be that way. And so my vision for this book, Baptized in the Water, which look at the cover, it's so beautiful. I can't take any credit for it, but
0: um, (laughs) it was very colorful and diverse. And I just love it.
1: I know. I know my illustrator, Anna Kazini. I know we can talk about her in a minute, but she really brought my words to life. My inspiration was, could I write a book about baptism, which could potentially be a divisive issue? You know, there are so many different ways to be baptized. You can be sprinkled or um, dunked or you can get the water poured on you. You can get baptized in in a church with a little font or a huge font or in a lake or a river or an ocean. You can be baptized as a baby or a child, a youth or an adult. But really... None of those things matter, do they? When you really think about baptism, baptism is just this mysterious, wonderful, free gift where the Holy Spirit dances and, and we celebrate that we are part of one family. And so that was my inspiration. Could I write a book that would celebrate our oneness in baptism? and not worry about the details.
0: Good, good. Well, I really applaud you for that goal, uh, for just the reasons that you described. Well, thanks. (laughs) Now, the book is dedicated to your sister. Can you tell us why that's the case?
1: Yeah, well, as soon as I started to write this book, I knew it would be dedicated to my Um, older sister she's a couple of years older than me her name's Pauline she lives in England she just actually a second career she just got commissioned as a pastor in England wow I know I know I'm so super proud of her but in was it 2000 was it 2015 Pauline and I went to the Holy Land together my husband arranges tours to Israel and so we met i flew from michigan she flew from england and we met in tel aviv and she was part of our two-week holy land tour and the big highlight for us and the event we always remember is when we held hands and stepped into the river jordan together and remembered our baptism (laughs) yeah it was quite
0: an experience
1: oh my gosh it was it was yeah. As I'm talking about it, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> it was a sunny day, and um, my husband was assisting with the baptisms with another pastor, and so yeah, we just held hands, stepped into the water. It's cold. I don't think you've ever.
0: No, I haven't.
1: Well, it's cold, <laughs> and the, and there are catfish in the. Oh river really? So you, yeah, you can see them. So it's a it's it's a bit different but and so we held hands together pauline and i and we just fell back in the water right, and we were, yeah and so pastor either side of us and it's like a trust ball you know you go back sure and then, and then we were lifted out of the water and i just turned to her and we hugged and it was such a and brian get this i am not lying two white doves flew over I'm not kidding you. Wow. And they prob it's probably a commercial thing, right? The people that, <laughs> that, that organize those baptisms, they probably have dogs in caves. <laughs> and they let them fly over the river. I don't know, but it was such um, a spiritual moment. And so, yeah, the book is dedicated to her. I don't know.
0: I, I don't saw know that her. picture in there, yes. Right,
1: right. That's That's me and my sister just coming out of the river Jordan, and so it was I just knew straight away I have to dedicate this book to her, and it's it's wonderful, Brian, because i have um I have three wonderful sisters, but this one, Pauline, she always seems to have been by my side for sacred moments we we would we were ten and twelve when we held hands and stepped up to the altar in a little church in england and gave our lives to jesus you know a woman preacher who put her hands on our head and i can't remember what she said but yeah so it just seemed fitting um you know we were girls then and now we're grandmas but we're we're doing (laughs) we're stepping up you know to say we're here god and use us you know so yeah well
0: that's so (laughs) wonderful i mean that you guys can share you know this moment, yeah. you know, yet another moment, right? You know, that yeah. is, is representing your togetherness and your experiences together. And
1: right, very cool. right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you, you showed the cover there. The, you know, the illustrations, obviously, in, throughout the book are really outstanding. Um, is, is this an illustrator that you worked with before? No, Anna Kazemi, I think
1: she's Italian. You know... Usually, when you are traditionally published, as I am, you don't really get a stay in the illustrations. Now, because I'm kind of established, the publisher will say to me, "We, you know, sometimes they'll say, we have these three choices. Do you have a preference? You know, um, they usually show me the illustrations beforehand so that I can have a little input. But by and large, that's not my job. You know, I write the words and then I pray, like, Please let them, please let this um, illustrator do a good job. And she really did. So it I'll just give you a little peek at some of them. It begins yes. with, with Jesus' baptism in the River Jordan. And there's the white dog that I'm sure was not let out of a cage on that day. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just talks about how, as a result of Jesus' baptism, Christians all around the world participate too in that ceremony. I love the way a lot of the pages have like this water flowing in the background. So it's a a combination of prose and a little bit of poetry which is how I like to write. So, baptised in the water, a gift for me and you, a sign that we belong to God who makes us clean and new. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: so, and then it goes through the different ways to to be baptized, whether, you know, you're a baby or you choose it for yourself. Can I show you my favorite spread? Sure, sure, please. Well, this is a really sweet one in the lake. But my favorite one, I think it's the next page. Yeah, right here. Um, So she just captured all the different ways to be baptized. and, And I really love that
0: picture right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's nice so, that those four different ways are all in the same, you know, two pages there. That that
1: Right. Yeah, I really yeah. like the way she did that.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and back to your original point about kind of unifying the theme, you know, and, and, and celebrating the differences, not arguing about the differences. <laughs> that's
1: right. That's right. Yeah, because that's just like the family of God, isn't it? We're all different. We all look different. We all think different things, but we're all one family.
0: Yes, yes, very, very great way to do that. (laughs) Thank you. um, So there's also like a downloadable activity guide, right, that goes along with this?
1: Yeah, that's something I love to do. You know, back to my teacher days, I I uh, like to provide free resources so that children's ministers can utilize the book when they're teaching about baptisms. Yeah, so, I mean, I hope that the book will be a lovely gift for parents or grandparents to buy uh, but also that it will be used by people in children's ministry so yeah it's a free downloadable activity guide it's got oh it's got these cute things that you can print these are uh, book plates that i signed these are self-adhesive ones that i mail out free to people um but these are in the activity guide along with um the, the little bookmarks these are designed so that you can put a ribbon through Very laminate them. Cool. i would laminate them and then um you can fill in the details on the back this is oh, yeah so they're like a commemorative bookmark so after you fill it in and laminate it then you can thread a ribbon through so um those are in the activity guide there's um Tips for talking to children, talking with children about baptism. There's a couple of activities like a crossword and a word search, um, and there are coloring sheets. So that's a nice free resource that anybody can use. It's on my website under free resources.
0: Okay. You always do such a good job of that, of those kinds of things to go with your books, which I think is really, you know, life-giving and important.
1: Yeah, and they're fun. You know that they're not too hard for me to do. It's kind of it's kind of fun seeing what we can create together. So I write it all, and then in this case, on the kids, they put they make it all look beautiful. So,
0: <laughs> so the book's been available for only what a couple of weeks or so. How's it? Yeah, going?
1: It, it released April the twenty first. I think it's I think it's doing well. I hope it's doing well. Um, I'm reading some wonderful reviews you know on Amazon and other sites the best part is when I hear personal stories from people who are using the book and so just this past weekend um, a lady who I actually met in on that Israel trip she lives in Michigan but she came with us to the Holy Land and she reached out and said my 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 great niece is being baptized this weekend. How can I get a signed copy? So I sent her one of the book plates and the bookmark and then she bought the book and there's a special place in the book where that book plate is designed to go. Um, on this there's a presentation page right at ah. the front that you can fill in. But when I send the book plate, they are designed to fit, see right like underneath this. Oh wonderful. Yeah, so it makes it a nice gift. So I, I sent her that. Well, then, just Sunday, she messaged me with photographs and said, "Here's Julian being baptized." And she took her book up to the. Oh, yeah, she oh was six years, six years old, and she she was given the book, and she took it up with her to like the baptistry. She was baptized by full immersion. And she sent me these wonderful pictures oh, and so, yeah, that, I know that is a huge blessing for me. When And then her mom messaged me that night and said, we read the book before bedtime and Jillian felt so special, you know. So, oh, yeah, I, I just hope that for, a, for a, children like Jillian or whoever buys the book, I just hope it will be a reminder for them of that wonderful special day when when they um, were baptized you know
0: yes yes well that does help them with the special without doubt
1: yeah um,
0: and you know I, I'm sure you're going to get more pictures or you know uh, messages about people's yeah experiences like that
1: I hope so because as an author you You rarely get a glimpse, really. I mean, you know, you can can read wonderful reviews, which are always great, but you rarely get a glimpse at how your words are personally impacted the life of a child. And so when you do, it's precious.
0: Mm So uh, are you finding that, you know, given where we are in the pandemic, um, that you're able to do more in-person events now or not?
1: Yes, I've just started doing in-person events again and I love to do school visits, you know, and I did quite a few of those over Easter and it was kind of strange at first because, you know, after, I don't know, more than two years, I I wondered, you know, have I forgotten? (laughs) How do I do this again? (laughs) But, But then once you get in the classroom or the bookstore and you start reading and you have that interaction with kids, it all comes back and so that's a wonderful uh, part of what I do
0: well I'm glad you're able to again you
1: know, thank yeah you. and also Brian really though the pandemic I've also I'm also continuing to do zoom visits for schools and churches who are you know not within my traveling reach right and right. really and truly without the pandemic I would never be doing those
0: huh isn't it so amazing we, you know that that's one of the most huge byproducts. You know, of yes. obviously, what was a very bad situation, but right, just the the fact that it spurred so much adoption of this tool, yeah, that, you know, breaks down the geographic barriers, which I think is really a big deal.
1: I know it's amazing and wonderful, and yeah, that something positive came out from such a, a bad and awful situation. Yeah, the pandemic will go away, but Zoom is here to stay. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, yes. Yeah. So you kind of touched on a little bit earlier that you've got some additional books coming out. Um, can you talk about some of them yet, or not?
1: I can. Yeah, sure, and I love to. Um, well, first of all, for for this book, Baptized in the Water, what is on the back burner right now is I'm working on a book, a similar book which is tentatively called gathered at the table. And that I hope will be a celebration of communion in all its varying aspects. But nice. I'm not, I, I haven't signed the contract for that <laughs> yet. So
0: That's a great idea, though.
1: Well, I think it's just another thing that we Christians find to disagree over when, when really the one important thing is that in communion we remember Jesus, you know. Um, but anyway, as I say, I haven't that's a that's a hopeful um, thing right now. But my next book releases in July and it's the third in the Little Mole series. <laughs> if you if you know our Little Mole sure. published with Beaming Books, there was Little Mole Finds Hope and then Little Mole's Christmas Gift. Well now our little friend is going to school. <laughs> he, uh, he starts in kindergarten and he's all nervous because he doesn't know his ABCs and he, he doesn't feel like he's good at anything. Well, he discovers that he has his own gifts along with everyone else in the kindergarten class. So,
0: oh, that's wonderful.
1: I know. That's Little Mole Goes to School, releasing uh, around the 25th of July, I think.
0: Well, that's and perfect then, timing, I hope.
1: I hope so, too. I'm looking forward to reading that in preschools and kindergartens. Then in early fall, I think it's October, I've got two little board books coming out to join the Good News series with our daily bread. That's Good News, God Loves Me, and Good News, It's Creation. So written in rhyme for little little people. Um, And then my last book, for this year will be, oh, my gosh, I think it might be the seventh in the Snuggle Time series. And again, a little board book, and it's called Snuggle Time Love. And that one in rhyme explores, you know, the passage in Corinthians, love is patient, love is kind. It takes, the, it takes those attributes of love and explores them
0: for little children.
1: Yeah, so I have a busy year.
0: That's at least five, right now. Did Did you have one that released earlier this year too?
1: Yes, that was Snowball Time Easter Story. That's what
0: I thought. So six. six. I mean, <laughs> is that? I, I mean, that, that's just incredible. I mean, is that a pace you think you can keep up, or or, or is that a one shot deal?
1: Uh, well, it's it's hard. Um, <laughs> But it's also a lot of fun and it's very exciting and it keeps me busy. Six would really be the maximum I could ever do in one year. But, yeah, it's just wonderful. And I'm so very grateful to my publishers that they agreed to work with me to have a shorter time between releases so that I can get my books out because I work hard for them and they work hard for me. So, yeah, next, next year... Next year, it'll be a bit more restful. I think I've only got four.
0: <laughs> well, just the process of releasing a book, right? Now, all the things like, you know, this and, and, and the visits and everything that you go through, that's a lot of work. Not not to mention the writing of it, but, I mean, <laughs> just yeah, the launch yeah. part of it, <coughs> what takes off is yeah. a lot of effort.
1: Yeah, it is, it is a lot of work, but I really enjoy most of it. You know, sometimes I think, oh, my gosh, I can't do one more thing. but I'm a, you know, I'm a grandma. I work from home. My grandkids are not nearby. So I don't get to spend a lot of time with them. I'm quite involved in our local church where my husband's the pastor. But beyond that, um, I have the time and the energy still <laughs> to to um, do what I need to do. So I just work hard because I I want to get my books out there in the world. I want I want to give children hope, and I want them to know who God is. And um, so it's just a wonderful blessing for me to be part of it.
0: Well, it goes both ways. I mean, you're a wonderful blessing for everyone else, you know, that gets to take advantage of your work and your and your conduit, as we discussed earlier. Oh, thank you. Well, and and so it's just thrilling to watch. I think you're really quite a role model, quite frankly, for other authors to emulate.
1: Well, I, I like to encourage other authors, other writers, because I, did I ever dream I would be in this position? No, never, you know? And so we just need to work hard at what God makes us good at. This is what I tell kids, you know, when I go in school that we're all good at different things and, Just
0: try and figure out what God made you good at and work hard at it, and you you never know. Good, good, good. Well, as um, Glennis mentioned, uh, she's going to be presenting at one of our online Writing for Your Life conferences next week. Do you want to Mm -hmm. give folks just a quick preview of what you're going to be talking about?
1: Sure, and I'm just one of many wonderful uh, presenters at the conference. I'm looking forward, really looking forward to hearing Barbara Brown Taylor. (laughs) I haven't heard her before, so that will be a joy for me. And I know Jennifer Grant, my friend and colleague, she's always wonderful. My presentation will be about marketing your children's book, and this time, Um, I know last at the last conference, I think in the fall, I presented on marketing your children's book, but that was really just the basics. Like, what's the absolute basic that we need to do to build a platform? And this one really takes a deep dive into um, I guess three areas. One is what's a launch team? How do I run a launch team? What are some best practices for my launch team? And then How do I partner with bookstores, not just local, but anywhere? And how do I partner with local schools? Mm. And so because that's something I've just in my journey, those three things. I mean, that first book, Brian, in 2014, I didn't have a launch team. You know, I mean, my book went out to lots of influencers. I didn't even know what an influencer was. (laughs) Um, And we weren't part of a team. Now I would never launch a book without a team and so I, I talk about that whether you're self-publishing or traditionally published how to best practices for a launch team and then again connecting with bookstores and schools so yeah it's well, a I deep dive gonna, into those areas that's yeah. gonna be
0: really helpful for people and you know as you all know my belief about all of this is that the marketing side of it is at least as important as the writing side of it these days
1: yeah, I know. And I think at the end of my presentation, you know, I give a lot of information and I know it can be a bit overwhelming. And But I try not, you know, sometimes my husband says, what are you doing today? I say, marketing. <laughs> and he says, don't forget to write, you know. Um, I, I do think it's important. You have to find that balance between um, leaving room for your creative side. My, my final tip in that presentation is always write another book. The the best way to market your first book is write a second because then it will draw attention to what you've done previously. So, yeah, you definitely have to find that balance. But I think if you can enjoy marketing, if you can enjoy doing what you do, that's half the battle.
0: Well, that's the thing, you know, like we use the word marketing, but, I mean, the things you talk about, doing school visits, you know, or, 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 or bookstore, you know tours and things like that those are fun yeah. right yeah you know it's not like it's some negative thing right and, and right the same with you know your launch team or your interactions with other folks I mean marketing in itself is a very creative practice it needs to be right I mean so I think right. people are beginning to you know get the flavor that it's not something to be dreaded
1: <laughs> right right absolutely yeah
0: so, again, the title of the book is Baptized in the Water, Becoming a Member of God's Family. You can learn more about it at glennisnellis.com. Glennis, again, congratulations on another great book and all the work that you've done. It's just so impressive and so wonderful to see. Oh,
1: Thank you so much, Brian, for having me.
0: Thank you so much.